0: Welcome back to another episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports
1: Podcast. That is right. Welcome back, as always, we are your gracious host. We have Crossbones here, who enjoys long walks on the beach.
0: I love the beach. I love to walk. So that is a true statement.
1: That's oh, not even allegedly. We got it right this time. And I am Blake Beretta, and I am ready for the new Resident Evil game coming out.
0: Ah, there is. Uh, I haven't played Resident Evil in a very, very long time.
1: I have to say it's one of the scariest games I ever played since the original Doom when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. No, it was, I'm thinking of Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is the first one that had the giant spiders on it that used to jump out. That used to always get me and my brother. We were not fans of that.
1: So, you know, you ever, what was the last Resident Evil game you ever played?
0: Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ra- The Raccoon City Whatever one that was It was it would, be, it would have been on Playstation It would
1: have been on Playstation 1 <laughs> Ah so one the, of the first ones then One
0: well, of the first ones
1: yeah mm. You gotta get into the new ones these, these new ones they took it to a different level These tyrants they have I still feel this day Mr. X still haunts me When he chases me around that entire Police station he will not, He's like relentless He will not stop until he kills me
0: That and you gotta is-
1: work around him
0: and that, and the, the somebody somebody that Last of Us is also a video game.
1: It is, but the, the HBO Max show is based off the video game. Played that game too, and the the game. I say the game is better than the show, but the show I enjoy watching it. They just kind of switch, change things up a little bit in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. They said that it's like the that that rest of us is the best video game, one of the best video games of all time.
1: Oh yeah, the the game you should watch is it. a great story. <laughs> Boy, they invented the last of us game they got the story plot plot amazing. I like the game better than the show
0: Speaking <laughs> of greatest of all time that uh aE A- 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 A documentary of John Cena and the rock was fantastic
1: oh yeah yeah uh, what are you what about 2010 11 it? 2011 11 I was close I was close.
0: 2011 that that went down. Um the crazy part is is it kind of it picks up with the rock Dwayne Johnson had just finished or was working on the second GI Joe movie.
1: Hey, yeah, that's right. G.I. Joe retaliation where he paid our uh, roadblock.
0: Roadblock, yeah. So that's where that's where he was coming from at that at that particular time.
1: So, yeah, because he said he was already in a physical state right now where he could come back and do a match. And John has a weird way of doing business. Like he didn't even tell The Rock when he was egging him on, like kind of like, like, kind of like, what was it? I want to mean I'm not the opposite of mean, but he's kind of at the rock where he's like, man, you saying all these things, getting personal, where these two can't be in the room together. But then you see at the end, he hugged Rock, said, Hey, sorry, this is the the weird way I do business. Man, I should approach you about this. But John went after The Rock.
0: He did, he did. Those are some very aggressive promos. I just remember watching it and you could just like kind of feel the tension like wrestling tension, wrestling. I mean, sometimes, you know, and then sometimes you can just tell by the way they look at each other. Um, it it kind of goes back to the way that uh, like on young rock that, uh, Dwayne was talking about Triple H, and he was like, the game, uh, I'm going to do this, uh, and that, that yeah, Triple H didn't like it, he, and he was like, yeah, you can't do that to me, that's, that's running me down the way that I talk, uh, so it was kind of similar to that, is what John was doing to, to Rock.
1: Yeah, because he was egging him on, pretty much, what well, you could tell, like, Rock didn't like anything he said, he, like, you calling me out of my tattoo, where I got my catchphrase and my, my, my hard-hitting lines that I want to hit. And J- Johnny called him out. There's like John was like didn't tell the plan or nothing to Rock. Say I'm going to see how Rock reacts to this. And Rock wanted to punch him in the face.
0: <laughs> you, you know it's crazy. I went back and I and I looked at their ages. So when Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes back in 2011, he is 38 years old. Wow. He is 38 years old when he comes back uh, in 2011. Roman Reigns currently is 37 years old.
1: I can't believe the age gap on that one. My God, they just like right around the corner from each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so Rock in 2011 is 38. So, one thing that is crazy. So, if Rock doesn't go to Hollywood, he is still a WWE superstar at wrestling top of the card. Oh yeah, Uh, at, at 30 at 38 years old. Most of most of like Randy Orton right now is 40. Uh, AJ Styles is, is like 45 Bobby Lashley's 40 like 44 so most of those stars in in the current era as we're dealing with right now are right around that 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 mid to late 40s rock in 2011 is 38 years old he is still in the prime of his wrestling career at 38 years old
1: that's right like like, like, look at all the other wrestlers. Like you said, like if it, this Hollywood thing never picked up, we will still see BC Rock in the wrestling ring.
0: Yeah, he would still be there. He would still yeah. be. He would still be the main event guy um, in World Wrestling Entertainment. John, on the other hand, in 2011, it's 33 years old. So John ha- ha- has not yet. He's not in his wrestling prime, but he, but he's the guy. He's on his way up. I think John's best best work was probably between 37 between 35 and like 39 i think that's where john did did his best and kind of submitted himself as one of the greatest of all time but john is still very young you can look you can look at john in the thing and to see how young he is at 33 he's only 3 years he's 4 years out of his 20s when when this match with the rock comes about
1: oh yeah you could tell us uh, how young, like compared to now and then. Like John still looks good now, but back then you could tell the dramatic, you know, age gap. Like how he is now, then like the the, the how is it how young he was when he began. Like he's just like you a couple years ago, he was, like twenty nine years old. Yeah. It's, it's and, like it's hard to believe that.
0: And that whole year they were ping, rock was ping ponging back and forth because that's when they were shooting uh, fast six. That's the one in, uh, where they go to London and take on, uh, take on that crew. Um,
1: yeah, the copycat crew. Yeah, the like copycat.
0: That. Yeah, where they're, they're like the identicals of, uh, of everybody. So Rock is working on that movie in London. That's also when he goes and finds Paige and gets the, the inspiration for uh, Fighting With My Family, that movie. Mm-hmm. Um in the prime of his uh in, in the in the infancy of his acting career.
1: Oh yeah, Ryan was on the like on the top scale. Like he was already the guy in Hollywood. For him to come back like he could easily told WWE like you know what? I don't have to come back, but he enjoys wrestling. Um, That's the way.
0: So the lead up, so the lead up in this um in this 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 rivalry between the two, it, it comes about because John said, "Hey, you know, um, I, I come back and raise an eyebrow, do something," mm-hmm. um, and Rock was like, and as John comes to figure out later, that it's just not that easy. You just can't drop everything that you're doing and come show up at a WWE show and entertain and do all that because you know you got you got obligations to a movie studio and you got a lot of people depending on
1: you exactly like john like you seen the document john didn't know it until he was in it like it's like you can't you know force the rock to do it because next time he's on raw but he had to be at the studio like like in london he could be he got to be in london he can't be in every show every single day like like john now finding that out and he also finds out like we so in the documentary john said like he loves to be in the ring but he gotta do it much less now because he's older so he can't do it as much as he wants to anymore.
0: Yeah, that is true. All <laughs> right. We'll be right back after these messages. All right. Once in a lifetime became twice in a lifetime. The, uh, the matches were great too. That that's one of the things that also I mean to make this whole thing between John Cena and the rock pay off. The matches had to be great. They had to be epic. The first one was kind of just for the, uh, the spectacle. The second one was actually for the title, and it was kind of like the passing of the torch um, moment, where John beats The Rock, and uh, Rock goes back to Hollywood full time, and uh, John is cemented as uh, as one of the goats in WWE history.
1: That's right. That's the way to do it. Like at the last, you know, Rock is on his way out, so that's what you do the honorable way. What honorable way in your wrestling career? You know, pass out a torch to the next up and coming guy.
0: Yeah, so That's what uh, was done. Now um, there was not really a fl- actually no. Rock Rock did come back later, and they did some tag team like some tag team stuff, or where where John would come back there. But the, one of the the biggest things that came out of that, I think, was this mutual respect thing, and how uh, I think that that Cena has kind of patterned his his hollywood career after the rock um as far as you know I, I think rock takes roles that he knows that he will he will excel in i think john is kind of doing the same thing taking roles that he knows that he will uh succeed in which is great yeah. that's what you should do
1: yeah exactly because rock learned a hard way because remember a while back where i said like <laughs> People telling him it's like you got to mold to the Hollywood way, you got to do what we do, and Rob was like, Nah, that doesn't work for me. That's not me. So eventually, he made picked the roles he did for him and pretty much be himself. And and you know, look where he is now. He's up there killing it. And John is following the same pattern.
0: Um, also, another another rivalry I watched on A&E. Did you watch the uh, the Mankind and uh, Triple H?
1: Oh, I watched all of them, all the way to the Triple H and Batista one.
0: Oh yeah, Triple H and Batista was also great.
1: Oh yeah, which yeah. one do you want to go with first?
0: Let's talk about Triple H and Batista. Um, now uh, I do remember Batista coming in and just being like this, just big dude, and with with uh, Devon, the as Deacon. Deacon, Deacon Batista, mm-hmm. and and you know the one thing that in WWE that that I've learned from talking to Xavier Woods and a lot of other people is that it's on you to make it they oh, will yeah. give you they will give you the stage but you getting out there and being successful is 100% on you now there are people in that business who will work against you but if people see the potential in you and and see that you could make money with that person they'll kind of gravitate you gravitate to you and pull you up and i think that's what uh Evolution came along at the perfect time for, for Batista.
1: No, yeah, exactly. Like you said, WWE, we should have this gimmick to do. It's like, like his prop was the suitcase. And so they say, work with that and we see what you could do. And you got to work with it. they, they if they give you any kind of like, what's it, they give um, Perry, Saturn a mop. He worked with it, made it work. Asno had a head. He made that work. So then evolution came along and Batista had the perfect le- learning teachers. Triple H, Rick Flair, and he learned everything from. Him. Like he had the most time to spend with them because, you know, young Randy, you know, Randy's going to be Randy. He's going to do what because he, he's naturally gifted. He is going to go out, and party, and do his thing. Well, Batista was just there learning.
0: Batista did not see himself as a world champion. He was just for he was he was fortunate to have that job i think that was his main thing he was just happy to be employed he was just happy to be there
1: he's happy to be broke (laughs) yeah to
0: to understand his upbringing of how in the story of how he had to borrow money to Mm -hmm. to pay for his daughter's christmas presents Mm
1: -hmm. and how that
0: that motivated him to uh to pursue something else that that is a huge thing but he did not see the triple h saw something in him that he didn't see in himself initially
1: exactly because triple h could see potential Batista never believed in him himself. Like, man, see Batista, I, I saw a main event when I was a kid. I was like, oh, this guy's a star. He looks amazing. But he never believed in him himself. And Triple H and Eric Flair was like, man, you you could be a you know a headliner here. This he is going to get you out of your own little funk and out of your own head, which, you know, Triple H and Flair were able to do it. And made the storyline so perfect to the point where, you know, you want to see Batista as champion.
0: I remember uh, the the match where he joined Evolution, or the day that he joined Evolution. Oh, I remember was, that. It was the it was the the bounty on Goldberg day, yeah. where he came down there and uh, they beat up Goldberg. He put his he put his leg between the chair and then stomped on it, and jumped off the rope. So he collected the bounty um, that that Triple H and Ric Flair had put up on Batista, and that was his uh, induction into. Um, one of the one of the greatest stables in the history of wrestling, Evolution.
1: Exactly. You know, it's in a great stable like that. Like after they were done, like at, not since the Shield. Like there was nothing, nothing bigger than it. Evolution. Was like like movie stars. They go out, and they have fun. You see them with the ladies. You see them, you know, winning champs. You want to be them. Like when I was a kid, like kid in middle school. Middle school, I wanted to be like Evolution. Evolution was the coolest thing going.
0: And they kind of they built it up, they built it up. They all had gold, you know. That was that was kind of the thing too. And they they kind of uh, it was Ric Flair and Batista were the tag champs. Yeah. Uh, Rand, Randy was Intercontinental, and then Triple H was the world world champion. And they they were able to play off that so well and do so many things off that. But um, as Batista grew, as his popularity grew, as this unstoppable force. Um it was time. It was time for him to 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 take on Triple H and for evolution to come apart. And uh him winning the Royal Rumble, that's that's huge. That's them that's them saying, Hey, we believe in you. You you know, you you're we're gonna give you the uh the chance to go to WrestleMania and headline it. That moment where uh they're all in the ring and he's trying to decide who to go against.
1: That's right. When he was going to contract, and Triple H and Flair was like, "Go with JBL, go with JBL." We gotta, you know, keep the evolution in the family, you know. And then Batista do the the epic thumbs down thing. Wait, and Triple H was like giving the MF words, like you, like he's like, "What the f?" And put the put Triple H right through the table.
0: Yeah. Submitted it himself. Uh, yeah, and those were those were uh, that was a great time in wrestling. Because, you know, it was that you just didn't know. And Batista being that, this, this dude who's just a monster, great entrance, great presentation, um, had never really uh, been just just a solo star, was now finally getting that opportunity. And then the match with Triple H in, uh, at WrestleMania was phenomenal. A lot of back and forth. You didn't know what was going to happen. And uh Batista ends up beating Triple H for the title for his first championship, mm-hmm. uh, raising it up higher, lots of fireworks and and just going off.
1: That's right. And like Kane said on the interview one time with that was like Triple H is one of the best masterminds in pro wrestling. He knew how to push Batista and know where to place him and what to do with him to make him a star. Triple H knew exactly what to do.
0: And then on, on top of that, uh there were three matches. It was a trilogy and Batista mm-hmm. won all Batista won all three.
1: That's right. You saw the thing, he couldn't believe it that Triple H was putting him over like that. Yeah. Triple H knew what to do with this situation. Like Batista's hot, so it was like I knew what I know what to do with this. So and he then, can't believe it.
0: Yeah, and then the final one, you know, they get he's back there talking to Triple H and he's like, This is evolution, and it gives it a pound ahead, the and then you know, they split. Uh, Batista goes to SmackDown and then Triple A stays on Raw and they're they're both still at they're both main event top made stars for their for the rest of the time that they're there.
1: That's right you can't keep them in the bowl show. Smackdown right. needs the main guy and Batista went off to Smackdown.
0: Yeah, yeah which is which is unbelievable uh, there have not been many stars that have been made to a point like that like even even in the shield look at look at that I mean Roman Reigns is the guy and then Seth Rollins is up there but they're both not champions they're they're both not i mean there's obviously there's an obviously uh roman reigns is a little bit higher on the card than seth rollins but batista and and uh triple h were side by side
1: yeah like they could do is you could you could actually do seth and roman side by side but the way the wd design now is not as good as it was back then because it's like so many brains were working perfectly it's like a perfectly tuned engine Everything was going to go firing all cylinders back there. Like, that was the best time in wrestling because everything was done perfectly. Yeah. Like, when does you ever see this now?
0: We can do a podcast one day on just that 2003 roster that was incredible. Oh, I'll love all right. that. All right. Also, uh, Mick it Foley. Came... Mick, oh, no. Yeah. yeah Mick Foley and, uh, and Triple H. Triple H is probably going to have a lot of these.
1: Triple H's been in so many – did they talk about Austin and Triple H yet?
0: They haven't talked about them yet. So that's going to be
1: the next one. Yeah. (laughs) But Foley and Triple H, I remember that, dude. But Triple H knew how to push this thing too. He knew how to push Mick and make him a megastar himself.
0: Those matches were brutal. And also, did you see the the one part where Vince – when Vince finally agreed to sign Mankind, he was like, I will sign him, but we got to cover his face.
1: Oh, yeah, because he didn't know what to do with Mick. He was like, I don't like Mick. <laughs> he was like, yeah. But J- JR was like, you will like him. Give him a chance. everybody said, like, give Mick a chance. And Mick knew what he could do. Mick is, you know, he's not the athletic guy in the world, but he knew how to, you know, make it like I do it said. He makes up in violence. That's yeah. the way he gets over. And he I did.
0: Can't, I can't believe, like, the, the part where, you know, he Triple H is fighting him and he slams him on the pallet and the, the, the piece of wood is stuck in Triple H's leg and they keep wrestling.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that. That thing, the show must go on. It's like that thing's gonna eventually come out in your leg on the pallet.
0: <laughs> and then you know the the whole thing of like the tax in the ring and and, and Vince telling Vince telling Triple H and uh, Mankind no tax, no tax, and then Triple H looking at looking at uh, mankind's like, are they under, under the ring? He's like, yeah. He's like, we're to <laughs> use them anyway.
1: <laughs> Big Foley. He have to get this, this stuff in. He's like, we're gonna do, it. we're gonna get everything in, and it worked. Everything worked. I feel bad for Triple H because, like, you see a lot of wrestlers that get out there, like he had a shirt on and stuff, but Triple H were like full trunks and everything. I'm gonna take a full back bump right into the tax bare skin.
0: It is, it is crazy what, uh, what these wrestlers have put themselves through. But it was a great rivalry. I forgot that Mick stepped away for a little while um, at that, at that time. I don't blame them. Um, yeah. But it's, just, it's brutal. It is. It is brutal. And it's hard to for for most people to imagine um, to to do things like that, where in the moment you're you're so consumed with with, you know, the story and the wrestling and getting the crowd. your crowds into it. You're feeling that adrenaline to to go through all that. Then wake up the next day and when that adrenaline wears off and you feel it.
1: Yeah. because Especially Mick. Mick just just. Through his body, caution to the wind. Like other wrestlers, would work differently to be safer. But Mick like, no, this is the way I get over. I'm going to hurt myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's it is wild. It really is. Uh, it really is wild. Um, going back and revisiting some of these great
1: uh, rivalries of
0: the past.
1: And they also had some great documentaries too. Like you saw the Kane documentary.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was great.
1: I didn't know he would, he went to the what's the uh was it the Bears? Then he no, got I sent didn't. right back home.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that either. That uh, doesn't I, surprise I, me. He's a big dude. I mean, they yeah. always
1: but he give tours me a shot. ACL though. But he tours yeah. ACL in college and he went there anyway. And they were like first day they brought him into the office, like, you're injured. You didn't tell us this. We gotta send you back home. Get back the money we gave you. I was like, Oh man, damn yeah. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Kane, yeah. Kane had a rough back then. He it said does. he was depressed for months because of this.
0: Yeah. Well it's right. hard. People tell you you can't do something anymore that you love.
1: You know, mm-hmm. even
0: though you feel still feel as you can do it. It's hard mentally.
1: Yeah, that's it's really tough. Then Kane found his way through it. Like I remember meeting Kane at MobileCon. man, that dude I was like that's the biggest person I ever met in my entire life.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a giant. Real nice guy.
1: guy, yeah, and nice guy too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he had a rough, but he found his niche in in being the Monster Kane. Yeah, and
0: I remember him coming out there, you know, the Undertaker's brother, you know, as a Vince does love that brother versus brother storyline. This one, this mm-hmm. this one of his go tos. Um, but but nobody had really been able to stand toe to toe with Undertaker on the spooky stuff.
1: Yeah, you, I would bigger than the Undertaker. Yeah,
0: and then you finally had somebody who could who could do it and, and be that force and. Uh, that gave Undertaker free or another dynamic, and it and it gave Kane something to to play off of being this unstoppable monster.
1: That's right, and Kane and when Kane debuted at the Hell of a Cell, he was huge, Jack. He looked like freaking Michael Myers. He scared me as a kid too, and it was like Undertaker sold it in his face. He did that like oh, like what the f is this? Like he sold it. It's like man, we know saw Undertaker get you know startled. This guy is the real deal. This must be his brother. Until so this day, I have to say, Undertaking, Undertaker and Kane—that's that, the best storyline ever done.
0: Yeah, it was really good. It was really good, and it 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 lasted for for so long. And they became a tag team, and the brother destruction, and that stuff was great as well.
1: Oh yeah, did you ever saw the blooper reel with them before, and DX went at uh, Saudi Arabia? Oh, saw-
0: yeah. oh, is that the one? The one that happened recently?
1: Yeah, the Saturday when they were bringing I, him back for one at one time and they had like a blooper reel with Kane Undertaker cutting the promo.
0: I did I didn't realize also about that match. I didn't realize that Triple H towards Peck during that match. I forgot oh, yeah. about
1: that. Yeah, he went on that top rope and how lean he got. I was like I was like, you can get to be the leanest person in the world, but doing something that physical, you're gonna need some body fat on you to help protect that muscle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Triple H got too lean and that muscle popped right off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, and it's, <laughs> you know, we go back to the Batista match. They had to prolong it for uh, for a little while, uh, like almost a year.
1: Yeah, the last uh, match because of that Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah, because um, that was the, the timetable it took to, took to to get healthy again.
1: That's right. And it was like, you know, form peg takes forever to heal. But, you know, he was able to make it back. And going back to that blooper reel, did you, if you ever saw the blooper reel, it kind of promo? it made Kane laugh and everybody laugh where, Kane was like, say, like, all right, DX, we got two words for you. And a cuts him off. It's like, yeah, go F yourselves. <laughs> and, K- uh, and he cuts off and they were at burst house laughing. Uh, <laughs>
0: great rivalries. Great, great rivalries. Let's get to uh, what is currently going on in World Wrestling Entertainment. We are two weeks from the biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. and
1: um things are going a little not as smooth i see as they wanted
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's there been some things that they're trying they're trying to get everything on track they're trying to get it streamlined uh but they're right now they're in the process of trying to land this plane and get everything on track for uh for two saturdays from Yeah, now.
1: They, they fly in the red eye right now they, everything's last minute right now
0: <laughs> yeah I, I do think that uh the Sami Zayn uh solo Usos thing is fantastic.
1: They oh, are, they, the bloodline is they, the best thing.
0: Yeah, they're keeping that. They're keeping that in the forefront. They're making that a big deal. You know, you're you're probably gonna have finally Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens coming together and be like, hey, these guys are a problem. We need to stop them. Um so I'm guessing Solo won't have a match, but he'll just be out there with the Usos running interference for that match.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be I know it's gonna be Sammy and Kevin for the tag team titles and they're gonna take over take a take down the Usos and stuff and uh Solo's gonna be in the corner, but I just feel it's weird for me because Solo should have a match at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, he should. He should. Now when uh, Sammy came out there when Jay was it Jay? I think Jay comes out there and Jimmy's in the ring, you know, and he walks by Jimmy and he walks out there with uh Sammy and puts the one the ones up. Did you yep. what? What did you think? What did you did you think that it was he was going to turn, or do you thought he was going to be? I thought I don't know. He's joining Sammy. They're, they're going to do. I didn't so,
1: buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm, this is going to turn.
0: They swerved me. They they completely swerved me on that because I definitely thought that that he had finally uh decided hey you know roman's the bad guy <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it was and- two swarms actually they gave us remember the first one he hugged he hugged his brother and was like oh okay he's going back with his brother wait no there's sammy there yeah. wait he hugged sammy i was like what's going on here now he threw us all in the third way they kicked sammy in the face and he joined his brother it's like this is this is family you know word and not a PD word that he I says love-
0: I love it. you. Thought I was going to choose you. You thought I was going to choose you. We family.
1: We family. Yeah. Which he, hey, which he, I had a feeling that's going to happen.
0: Which he elaborated on. He said, Look, I couldn't choose you even if I wanted to because, you know, we're the Samoan dynasty. It's legacy. We can't, I can't, he can't, he couldn't do it.
1: I don't blame him. It's not like, it's a family issue. Like, I was like, you know, I was like, I'm turning back on family. I was like, it's like freaking, if I was part of the bloodline, I did joining Sammy, it doesn't make sense. You're gonna turn it back on family, the Fast and the Furious reference. <laughs> but yeah, you I saw that coming once, even right when I saw him step back because oh he's gonna kick Sammy right in the mouth. He's gonna kick him out there he goes. <laughs> and that storyline is so perfectly well done. They always have something new that they throw at the fans and it keeps working.
0: Yeah it 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 is and we've got we've got uh two weeks to kind of to put the finishing touches on this match. And the, because they haven't even made the match official. <laughs> they haven't been official. It, They're right it's in a, the red it's eye right now. A, it's, a formula, it's, a, it's a foregone conclusion. That is going to happen. But they haven't officially. Uh, set it for the titles. But this would be the perfect time. For the Usos to lose the belts. Um, having the longest title. Because once, once you reach that milestone. What more is there for you to do? You beat everybody. You've done everything. So mm-hmm. it this would be a perfect time for uh for them. And then they could go back and forth. They can have a couple more matches with them. I, I have no problem with that. Um and then also maybe get solo some uh mm-hmm. some, some match time or, or get solo involved in some type of uh storyline as well.
1: Exactly. I was hoping they put solo with Gunther, that'd be a perfect match to have.
0: That that would be. So um, speaking of Gunther it looks like that's going to be a uh a three way.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like with Sheamus and Drew and them. So it you know you got to put those three of them in in the in the in the title picture in the uh, WrestleMania match cuz you can't leave them out. Like like you can see how fast WWE is trying to rush this cuz it's like oh man, we're behind cuz I was like look at them they just started the to t- title picture thing. <laughs> that's how far yeah. behind they are.
0: I love that that fatal five way match on uh on Friday on SmackDown. I thought that was one of the one of the best things they they've done. Um there were some great spots like uh the towering uh suplex by Drew McIntyre on the turnbuckle was probably go down as one of the coolest spots that I have ever seen.
1: Oh yeah, that was an amazing spot they had. I did see like what's yet to come. We're gonna have this big match of mania. Might as well tease it a little bit.
0: Yes. Um so yeah that's going to be a very very hard hitting match that way you get you get Drew involved in WrestleMania you also get uh Sheamus involved in WrestleMania mm-hmm. um I think that they're going to end up costing and they they both had a great Royal Rumble so that that it kind of continues on from there
1: That's right they both had a great uh, season right now like so it'd be great to see who's going to take the uh in Intercontinental title but I still want to see Gunther lose the belt actually He's going yeah. too well with this. Yeah, no, I think he's
0: doing a great job job with it. Um the only thing is they, they might push for him versus Cody if Cody wins the belt.
1: Uh, for uh what you mean Gunther? Gunther, yeah. That would yeah. be perfect because you heard about WrestleMania, like original pass would be Gunther and versus Brock, but there's other people talking. They said like they don't think Gunther's a big enough star to beat uh Brock, but you know, even but there was like if you want Gunther to be a star and get a big push, that's the perfect way to do it. Yeah. But also, Brock won a little bit of an easier match, I heard, and he wanted to, so he was okay with Omos because it's not gonna be a hard match because yeah. he's taking a long break after this.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a spot just as hard hits, no no like super super difficult moves. You know, it's gonna be him versus Omos is gonna be closer to a UFC fight
1: and not, well i don't know it's, it's to me it's like it's a slow because Omos is a slow paced guy what well, you know he's cool. he's a giant like the bobby and brock one should have been like a ufc fight but somehow they messed that up which i don't know who what they were thinking that match could have been a five star match with them but booking got wrong on that but Omos and brock it's i don't see i see Omos doing five moves brock come in there beat him up and leave that's yeah. it
0: yeah, yeah, or, or somehow the the, the newly possibly firm, formed Hurt Business gets involved in the match in some way. And then, you know, that's how they write Brock off TV for a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, I thought Brock's losing this one. <laughs> oh, not losing,
0: but, th- but just getting beat up. Like maybe he wins the match, but then, you know, everybody comes down there and then Omos, like they hold him up and Omos like chokeslams him like 15 times.
1: Could be. And that's about time for Bobby to come back. Bobby's like, all right, now I'm going to beat you up now.
0: Now, yeah. with with Bobby, um, so what's going on with with uh,
1: with Bray Wyatt? Oh, Bray Wyatt is um, out with an illness right now. Oh. Uh, they're not saying what it is, but he's been out sick pretty bad lately. So they're hoping he'd be ready for WrestleMania, but Bobby's carrying on his shoulders this story because like, Bray's out.
0: Okay, so that's wild. That's something to watch, watch for. So that's another big piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. that uh, that has to be put in. Now, another match that I am su- super, super looking forward to now is this Austin Theory versus John Cena match.
1: Oh, yeah. But, you know, they, they were teasing it for a while. So even when Cena said, no, I'm not going to do it, it's going to happen. I was like, this is, it's, it's inevitable. This thing is going to happen where Cena going to, well, it could go either way. Cena could lose or Cena could win. I think Cena's going to beat him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Because I, yeah. I, 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 I'm a John Cena fan. Sorry, Austin, but I was like, I'm a John Cena guy, so I want yeah. him to win.
0: Yeah, I think, I think John is definitely going to win. Now, I think that John's going to lose the belt to somebody else on Monday. Like John's going to do like an open challenge thing on Monday, and then lose the belt to somebody. Then Austin will feud with whoever he loses to. Um.
1: That's that. true, or, so, so or he could put a t- twist in there. He could be like, you know what? I'm not going to go for the title. I'm just going to face you.
0: Yeah, yeah. That w- that would be another another way to do it. But um, I don't think that John is going to be back before WrestleMania. Um being no, that, he's
1: busy right now with something. Yeah, to do here.
0: yeah. They <laughs> did. Do you see that he stopped
1: by the Nightmare Factory? He did stop by the Nightmare Factory right after practice we had
0: yeah i I am so glad those kids got to meet John because um, a lot of the because a lot of them, I mean they see Cody all the time I'm sure I and mean, they, they see a lot of people who come down down there but but meeting but meeting John is a is a big deal you know for for him to take his time out of his schedule to come down there and, and teach a, and teach a class to, yeah. to give to give them pointers on how to become professional wrestlers uh, from from one of the greatest of all times' point of view.
1: Yeah, it could be a pra- It could be a guest speaker spot. He'll take it. And, like, you know, he, he was in town. You know, after practice, he went down there and did his thing. And, you know, it's good to learn from somebody who was already at the pinnacle. Like, you know, like, he was at – he's the guy in WWE. So, it's good to learn from somebody like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought that was very, very cool of him to do. But I do think that he is going to get Austin Theory and win, um, win that match and then possibly – uh go on and, and ride off into the sunset i don't i don't i don't think this could be his last match i, I do not see him coming back anytime soon he be back uh, for
1: something here and he enjoys it
0: i know but it's just so hard to um to do um especially to set up the way they set up the storyline was great because you know him and austin theory the only reason that austin theory got into wrestling was john cena they they're very their 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 career paths are, are are very similar because you know when John started ruthless, he looks like ruthless aggression John Cena. That's he what does, that's what, with the beard. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. He looks like that that version of John. So it, it's kind of like the present-day John Cena going against the original Ruthless Aggression John Cena, because he is he is that type of character. Where you know he he's just raw, you know, he's he's not as strong. John John was had animal John strength. Strong. Yeah,
1: John had animal he was strength born like
0: that in, way in two thousand when two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand and five. Oh yeah, uh,
1: John wasn't like a power builder, I wanna say, but he just strong like theory's strong too, but he just when you went out, you know, when we worked out with theory, theory's pure bodybuilder, but John is strength and conditioning.
0: And, Theory Different. strikes me as a person who's somebody who looks like he looks good. Like he, he,
1: yeah, that's he's a he bodybuilder.
0: He has that, um, that, that physique, you know, the, the competition physique. But <laughs> a lot, a lot of those, those physique competitors are not that strong. They're just not, yeah. they're just physically strong. Where John was not only looked very powerful, was extremely powerful. And I, I cannot stress, Enough that he does not possess just weight room strength. He is strong, strong. I was functional strong,
1: strong. strong. In,
0: in 2005.
1: He is fun, he's built that way, but like you could tell by his structure by looking at him, look at him, strong chiseled jaw, bone structure strong. He's made as a weightlifter. He was born this way. So, like theory, like he looks good. Like he competed in Mr. Teen Georgia and he won it because he, he had great physique or strength wise, like you know, theory strong, but like when we worked out together, you know, like I was strong in theory, but theory has the perfect aesthetic part of wrestling, so he got that look now. But John is a different human being.
0: Yeah, there was all there always be human. that time that <laughs> that he uh, picked up uh, Edge and Big Show on his back, um, mm-hmm. to which is one of the one of the craziest spots of all time, or. One of my favorite ones that he he tended to do a lot is where you know they jump off the ropes, you know, and he and they ro- they land on him, but he just rolls through and picks him up and picks him up into the fu
1: functional strength.
0: Yeah. It, Only it, other it,
1: person it, possessed that is Cesaro. Last time I seen,
0: yeah, Cesaro. I think Cesaro is actually probably stronger than John is.
1: That's what I'm thinking too. know yeah. love training with Cesaro, but I don't want to see these two go head to head and max out and see who's stronger. But i Cesaro just—he's not like massive like John, but he gets strong for no apparent reason.
0: It's the way that his fi- it's the way that his fibers, his muscle fibers, are put together.
1: Yeah, because
0: um, he's not that big, but his mm-hmm. his fibers are kind of like I, I kind of try to explain it to people like like Spider Man's webbing. It's yeah, is the way they're connected, and the way that he's able to um manipulate his strength. Where where yeah, he's just. He doesn't look like he should be as strong as he is, but he is because of the the strength of his muscle fibers.
1: Exactly, like you know, most of our friends are like that too. Look at our buddy Robert; he is strong, and stronger than both of us. <laughs> so yeah. you yeah. can tell he's like he got Cesaro strength.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, it it's it's one of these rare things that uh, that a lot of these athletes are um, are gifted gifted with uh, another match that I am very much looking forward to is the Seth Rollins match uh which is start which I am thinking if we're, now we're going to get some some type of biz interference because, oh yeah Miz
1: interfering how Logan Paul wins. we know this yeah one.
0: oh yeah that's that's definitely the way this is going to go down.
1: <laughs> because you saw it already. they already gave away the ending so I was like yeah. I don't really care now for this match yeah. Yeah, you can't it, tell it, me the ending why would you do that
0: well it's well, I was gonna say that's what that's what the kids want. They want to know the, they want to know the outcome, and there will be a lot of kids that watch the the Logan Paul uh, Logan Paul match. But I'm interested to see how it's going to be put together. You know, Seth is super technician uh, in the ring, and, and Logan he's gonna he's gonna walk Logan Paul through it.
1: Well, oh, yeah, I, I do think genius.
0: I do think it's going to be a very very interesting, high flying, lot of high pace stuff with some with, I think it's gonna be a very creative finish. I I don't think it's going to be like oh you know <laughs> a roll-up type deal and then uh, watch it the turn around and be a roll up. But but I do think it's gonna be a very well done uh well done game. Yeah well it's gonna be because
1: because you got Seth Rollins in the match and you got Miz too. You got two brains working for in that match. So Seth go you know like I said go work with a broomstick and make it a million dollars and you know, like he could work with Logan Paul. Like Logan Paul's not a great good wrestler, but he's a spot guy and Seth knows was like, all right, I know how to fit his spots in and make it look good. So where it's not gonna like you said, like it's not gonna be a crazy outblowing finish, but but you know, it's gonna be simple where Logan could follow and it will look good. And Miz could get his two cents in and you know, make the match look like Paul's winning.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Also, um, we have this three way what what will be three way match with uh damage control versus the two legends, Lita yeah. and Trish, uh with uh with, Beth,
1: with That's Beth. right. But they didn't tell us is it free board rules and the titles on the line yet? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the hard part. That's
1: that's, that's a, I don't know. Is this going to happen? What is I, happening?
0: I, well, they're probably waiting to see if uh, if they can stick around or what their plans are uh, going oh, forward. Oh, they can't
1: go long. Tr- Lina can't stay that long for the title thing. She's retired.
0: Well, I was going to say with her, though, I, I mean, if, if she can stick around three months or two months or until or through the summer, I, I'd put the title on her.
1: Oh, yeah, she could do that if her schedule allows it and she yeah. wants to do that. Yeah, but I don't I don't see her staying that long for the titles.
0: Yeah, that but that would be the the only way. I, I definitely Trish definitely not staying. Around.
1: No, Trish uh, got but, her own thing going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: past WrestleMania, it. but it does give uh, damage control and Bailey something to do to kind of feed back in the titles. I, I'm looking forward yeah. to that match too. You get you get Trish's entrance one more time. You get uh, you
1: get a you stare get
0: at her. Le- Lita's entrance one more time. I get a stare
1: at her. Um,
0: and and you get it, and, and it's the biggest stage of them all. So I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing them on that stage once again.
1: Yeah, it'd be good to see them one more back. I wonder what else is on that WrestleMania card. besides the main and the women's match,
0: Miz I'm... is at, oh we Miz is hosting WrestleMania, so we got a host again this year.
1: I know. I'm surprised. Surprised they didn't bring someone like Bad but well, Bad buddy's actually traveling, so that would be a bad idea. It's but it's hard. So,
0: it's hard, and he's expensive.
1: Yeah, he's very he's. He's, he's the number one musician in the world right now, 70 million, so. Stop, but, stop. Yeah, but did you see his interview, though? I didn't see it. The carpool karaoke, I was like, I have more respect for Bad Bunny now because this dude truly loves the wrestling business, so I was like, man, this guy loves it. I was like, of all the celebrities, that's my guy right there.
0: There are a lot of people like like him who are lifers that grew up with wrestling. Yeah. especially especially in the in the Hispanic community
1: the Hispanic oh, yeah.
0: community is more devoted to wrestling than any other community in the world
1: oh yeah it's hispanic I was in Japan too but Hispanic yeah the lucha libre thing that's number one
0: yeah so I mean as as mainstream as we'd like to to believe it is here in America in Mexico and Latin America it is way more mainstream because we have football we have baseball we have basketball we got all these other sports wrestling is the thing in oh, the yeah. Latin American community.
1: That's right. Even Ray Mysterio showed up on the show the talk show with James Corin. Yeah. yeah he had a wrestling match with Ray.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, that is another one. My this this was genius. I, I do think I do think with uh with Dominic uh because right now he's playing up the bratty the bratty kid.
1: Which he's the, supposed to be. That's that makes the most sense.
0: It was great. No, it was great. The great line about all my friends got Mercedes, and you got me a BMW, and it wasn't even an M series. I was like, "Ooh." That, I was that like, so- "Man,
1: give that. Who had I wrote in that part? That script. Give that, that guy a raise." Or oh, that might be true. Mm-hmm. Ray might. might have got. <laughs> Ray might have got him. Everybody
0: else driving around San Diego and Mercedes. And you'd you, you be like, oh, no, maybe, maybe Ray had a deal with one of the BMW dealerships in, in the Valley and said, hey, you know, I'm going to get him this BMW. But he didn't get him the M-Series.
1: I don't know. I was like, I, was, I don't know. I believe someone wrote that for But it was like, that was a good line that he gave out to him. So oh, it's, it's fantastic. I'm glad they gave Dominic something to do, like. He needs to be a, you know, the overprivileged, like how the kids are nowadays. Yeah, That's that, Dominic right now. Dominic got to play that role.
0: That, that will get you the heat that you need to go out there and uh, get get that, evoke that emotion. Because I know a lot of people in that crowd, a lot of people at home felt that. Felt that. Because I, I, I know kids growing up with me that, you know, they get they super nice cars. But they'll complain. Because it either it's not the correct color, or 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 this and that, or, or mm-hmm. some some someone would complain about the yeah the M series is the is the performance line of BMWs, but if you get like a if you get like a three twenty eight, it's almost exactly the same, but it doesn't have the M on it, so you know you're yep. you're, you're look like a second class citizen out there.
1: That's right. So that's not like was it a kid who had privilege and I think they entitled everything. That's what they that's what they are. That's how they act like even now it's it's worse now. So but that's what Dominic needs to play off of. Like Dominic is a, like I'll be honest, he's not a good wrestler. He can't get good promos, but that gimmick they give him, stick with that. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna help him.
0: Yeah, that was uh that that was gold. That was that was gold. I, I did I did definitely like that. And uh, and the just his facial expression and the way that he sold it and and that and yeah and Ray just being like you little punk you
1: little I know punk. it works for that part
0: and you can't um you you can't look at it like uh like you know this 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 he's kind of, and you know what the thing is he's kind of like a bull, like now he's kind of kind of bully Ray in all honesty.
1: Like he's being they, a bully. He's being but a they played it perfectly for Ray, because Ray's Ray knew how the psychology works. Ray's like waiting for that last moment where he's gonna finally punch Dominic in the face. He's like, I take your match at WrestleMania and beat Dominic.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what it, but, that's what they setting up for Ray to beat Dominic finally.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and just to give you that that hall of fame he's inducted and gonna be inducted the Hall of well Fame. Well deserved. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be fantastic for uh for him, well, let's get to the uh um B- Bianca Belair and and Oscar is kind of like in the background of this whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like uh, they they didn't have no time to build all this because you I like I said, Devi behind, and you could see the, how far behind they are. Like everything is not going the way they planned, and Oscar Bianca is a is a great match to have, and and Oscar with her original Japanese Japan gimmick, even better, but. It, you and gotta also, capitalize on this.
0: And also with uh with Charlotte and Rhea, there's not a lot of there's a lot of lot of stuff nothing there
1: to, nothing yeah. either. You barely see them on the TV together. You're getting more Asuka yeah. and and um Bianca time than you see Rhea and Charlotte. It's like what's the point of having them wrestle now?
0: Yeah, there's there's nothing. There yeah, is, that,
1: yeah, there there's is, no build.
0: No, there is no build, and that is the uh that is one of the things that you're looking at, and you just can't. You just can't. You just, it's WrestleMania. This is going to be the big. It's for the women's title, the two women's titles. We got to, we got to put more, more into it. Maybe with these two weeks, they could focus on a little bit, but they're running out of time on those.
1: Yeah. Two weeks is not enough time to do it. Like, Oscar Bianca is going to be, had more screen time. So to me, that's going to be like the main women's thing because that got more build.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then we go to the main event, uh, Cody and Roman Reigns. Cody showing up every week, uh, putting in the work, putting in the time, putting in the hours, um, out there just uh, saving the day. They jump Sammy, runs down the ring, and uh, clears the ring, hits the Usos a little bit, and kind of kind of, – I'll give him credit. It's hard to run in wingtip shoes. He ran down to the – he ran down the ring in dress shoes.
1: I know, I was okay. like, dude, he was like, you know how hard walking in dress shoes are. Very difficult. I was, like dude. Difficult. I was difficult. like, dude, if you would have tripped, <laughs> that would have been so hard to do this.
0: Also, Cody too up to the ring in suits every week.
1: I know. I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm just kinda I was like I was like, Cody, you know, I was like, you know how long it's gonna take you to iron all those wrinkles out? Man,
0: was... he's, he's got people. He's got people. He
1: got people. Sure. I know Cody likes his own suits.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got people. Um, but I do like the fact that he is showing up uh Helping Sammy, defending that, and kind of, kind of even in the odds. So Sammy, so Sammy isn't out there getting just pummeled every week by the uh, by the bloodline. Even though Kevin Owens should be the one helping him, you got Cody Rhodes out there helping him, and maybe Cody is the person who finally bridges this together and uh, makes it makes it come together. But the um, the Usos and everybody they're saying we've got a Cody problem. Roman's mm-hmm. going to be here next week to to kind of uh kind of try to solve it with the 2 weeks to go.
1: That's right. Roman is a prize fighter so he comes out when he feels like coming out. I don't blame him. Roman has been doing it for too long where he got that little leeway. Cuz like John Cena said on like on a comment today, he considers Roman as one of the goats now.
0: No, no absolutely.
1: So, yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, he totally deserves it. So we're going to see what happens and, you know, I'm a Roman Reigns guy and I'm pulling for Roman. And Cody knows that too when he saw one of my matches. He's like, Did you just do a Superman punch and made it pretty? I was like, Yep. He <laughs> could tell I'm a Roman Reigns guy. <laughs> Cody also getting ripped
0: up is uh is uh it's more he's more shredded than I've ever seen him.
1: Yeah, he's been leaning out lately because he knows he's not gonna get as big because that injured peck is gonna take, you know, he's going it's still gonna take a while. So it's like if I'm not gonna get big, I might as well get leaned he, out. He looks better smaller. He's one of those people. He I
0: I do not think that him being bulky does not fit his character. He he looks better, leaner.
1: Yeah, he's not a muscle guy to me. I like everything when he put up muscle in AEW it looked weird on him because I was like I like with all that muscle it doesn't fit Randy's character. Like can't, Randy's character is leaner. He's not a muscle bound brute like a Drew McIntyre.
0: And plus, he he uses. Cody's moveset is way more speed set up, you know, quickness.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's not a power to, guy.
0: Yeah. As opposed to power. So I think that he's, he's selling it right into, to get in there with Roman. The styles will contrast because Roman's more of a power guy. Um, yeah. So, so, so I think better. that's how you kind of, if he, if Cody does win, that's how you kind of sell it. That he was just, just not, just didn't have the speed or, or everything because most of the people that Roman has fought, of late, outside of Sammy, have been more power based wrestlers.
1: Yeah, like Kevin Owens, Power Guy, Bobby Brock, Power Guys. Like, yeah. like you know, you really have like Seth, was like Seth could do power. Seth's with like the in betweener. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only, that's the only leeway you get. But Cody is a speed guy. Like, he's not going to get into, he, his body is not, not ready to get bulked up yet. But he looks better leaner this way.
0: But also on the, uh, the side of, uh, of Cody or the side of Roman, the only person, the two people who he's who he's lost to in the past year, both speed guys, Xavier Wood speed guy and Seth Rollins speed guy.
1: Yeah. i am always say Seth is like an in between he does do power moves Seth though. Yeah. That's on he's the in betweener Seth, I would say. But yeah, Seth is like, you know, I always feel like if, if the person to beat Roman should be Seth, actually to me. Cause that is just the shield thing and you know, the no story with these guys, these be perfect.
0: I think I think that's probably somewhere down the line um, that they'll they'll do because I think well actually um, there's some stuff on the table for Roman to to do some stuff for seven bucks here pretty soon so he might be leaving for Hollywood uh, very in the very near future
1: yeah uh, uh, he could do that I just want to see him is I don't want to see him leave WWE yet because we need. We Roman moves the needle well, so it's it's I, hard. I don't wanna see him go yet.
0: I know, but that time, that that time is short to to get out there and uh, and, and make your make your way to. Ho- and I think that's what Roman, I think he loves wrestling as, as we all know, but he cut back his schedule. And I think that it, so so that he can talk to different different avenues and do some more acting classes and get more more uh, seasoned. Um, so just well, in case, I don't think he's gonna leave. I don't think he's gonna leave like like uh, forever. Mm-hmm. But I think you, he might take a little bit of time, given the there are a couple opportunities that will be up for him on the table uh, in the near future. So I think that he might be able to to capitalize on that.
1: Yeah, and plus one well, another reason why Roman took a big you know cutting the the days he travels is he don't get to see his family and his kids are growing up. So he, that's one of the main reasons why he took time off. I don't blame them
0: Also (laughs) true, and that's that's another reason to go into acting. You can you can bring your kids to set with you.
1: Yeah, you can bring your kids to set. You know, as long as they don't run amok, but you'd be good.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's kind of tough to 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 pack five kids in a plane, fly them to each and every single location that you're gonna be in for four nights a week.
1: Yeah, that's true. go,
0: Go to Los Angeles, come out and enjoy craft services and just hang out back, hang out while you shoot your stuff.
1: Yeah, they got to be homeschooled. Then they can't go to public school after that.
0: Well, it was also it's summertime.
1: Well, yeah, summertime. Yeah, like when they're out of school, that'd be the perfect time to do it.
0: And and if you're going to if you're going to step away, like like I, I think Roman is about to do, um, leave it so that Jimmy and Jay have been elevated. Solo's elevated. So you still have. So even even without Roman, the bloodline is still there. Is still there's still three people in the bloodline. Roman to yeah. do go do other stuff. And then you have Cody who um who carry aew for their for their infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, can could be the top guy for however long they want to keep him until they can find a new challenger and and set that up.
1: yeah, for for now, for someone to be like the main guy for after Roman, there isn't really nobody to be the guy. It's hard. Seth, you know, you could probably put Seth in that position, actually, I was thinking, but be but be the guy like Roman was. There's to me, there's nobody really out there right now.
0: Cody's probably the closest you got.
1: Cody's good, but I don't see him being the guy like Roman is. Like he's good. No well, he's just, a good okay. guy. But. Could
0: could could Roman go build his own promotion somewhere else?
1: Roman? Roman could yeah. do that. No, he couldn't. And, and he could probably build his own promotion. From
0: from scratch, like Cody
1: did. Well Cody had help. He had partners.
0: Yeah, I know. But but the W AEW wouldn't have worked without Cody.
1: Yeah, but Cody was like, yeah, you wouldn't have worked without Cody, but not just that. It's the young bucks, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho was with him through this whole thing.
0: Well, Roman doesn't have that.
1: Roman Roman could get Roman has people that could go with him and be who, helpful
0: who, with this. Who who would he get?
1: He probably could get. He could probably even get The Rock to help him out with this. He, he could do stuff like this. Roman's not no chump. He could. He 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 got. He got resources.
0: What Cody did was impossible.
1: And with was, the right tools,
0: it was impossible. No, well, he he succeeded where Ted Turner, billions of dollars, failed. Um, the the lady who owns TN, TNA, where she failed. Where the people who own N W A. But all these people had failed, had had tried to do it and not succeeded. Cody was able to do it. It's impossible. Yeah. Nobody else. Nobody. I don't think there's anybody else in in that 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 a- arena that could build another wrestling company to compete with WWE outside got, of
1: co- Cody. Yeah, but we got also WCW and TNA. They had a long run before they went under. AEW is still brand new. <laughs>
0: Well, AEW for the first. Well, also, also this, Cody before he had AEW. He sold ten thousand seats to an event hadn't been done in twenty years.
1: Are you talking about the All In event? All In. Yeah, but you just saying like Cody, like Cody's not like the one and only mythical person with a Excalibur sword. He it was a teamwork effort to get this done.
0: Kenny Omega it, and the Bucks by themselves could not do that.
1: They probably could. They probably could have done something then, like that.
0: Then they would have done it.
1: They didn't want, they had no drive to do it. They were like happy where they were, but we well, just Cody's idea and they Cody, joined in.
0: Well, Cody sees the big picture that you need a big picture guy, and Cody is a big picture guy.
1: Yeah. I understand that. I mean, say like Cody is a big picture guy, but him saying like, I'm doing this by myself. I'm going to go in by myself without a team. It's not going to work without a team. You need a team to help, you know, help bring this together. It's like, that's why he brought Kenny and Bucks and Jericho in there to help him out. Con, Put all the resource together. And Con was the moneymaker.
0: Con would have never signed on without Cody.
1: Yeah. Uh, he yeah. He, he,
0: he would, because those other, those other people that you mentioned do not have, the The knowledge of how that business works, like Cody
1: does, I feel like Jericho does.
0: Jer- no, I think Jericho. Jer- Jericho has never. Jericho is a wrestler, right? He 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 never booked anything. Cody's dad was the best, one of the best bookers in the history of that business.
1: I know because he was one because he was there with my coach Jody Hamilton.
0: Right, right,
1: and Jody was the booker too.
0: <laughs> yeah, but. Cody would not that would have not worked without Cody. Cody is the reason why AEW exists.
1: I'll say one of the reasons. I'll say one of the reasons for that one. I'm I'm not gonna say I it if, doesn't make if, sense that he's the be all end all. It doesn't it, make if, sense.
0: If how does it not make sense?
1: They say like he's the guy, so he's the one, he's, he's he's the he's the god of wrestling. Pretty how
0: much. is what happened to AEW after he left?
1: Oh, it didn't work good. Everybody else does it, their own thing. It, exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, this will not begin. Like, he wouldn't have this platform to begin without the help of his friends. His friends helped, you know, build this. Even though it went to crap now, he he had to help to help. He the, had the, help to bring it up. The best
0: evaluation of how a company does is when the top dog leaves. What happens? Because you yeah. can, you get you can go around everything. It's the same thing with the Patriots. Right. Tom Brady left. What happened? Fell apart. Now, there were a lot of people who built the, the Patriots up. Right. There are a lot of a lot of coaches, a lot of staff who built the Patriots up. But once that dude leaves, what happens? It falls apart.
1: No. Nah, all right. We could say Cody's goddamn of wrestling. So, <laughs> Cody's goddamn. Oh, yeah, he's the god of wrestling. He is he, he is the, the, the guy dude. in every company he has.
0: He's the dude. He's the dude. Okay.
1: I, even so, though he got help for AEW, even so, though he was a leader, he got help. I'm just so saying if,
0: if you need to if you need to to put um the future short-term or long-term onto a person, it would be it would be Cody Rhodes. I, and from my standpoint, given what I've seen of him, um and how um, how how I think also not only that, he brought a lot of people who were watching AEW with him back to WWE.
1: Yeah, a few people came back. Yeah. A couple of people came back. Moxie's coming back.
0: Yeah. So I mean and also viewership. Viewership. People who, who love AEW and like what he was doing over there at AEW came with him back to WWE. Well
1: yeah, those are his guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying that that he is a uh, integral part of uh, of what they of what they wanted uh, to go forward to help to help sustain the company if Roman does decide to step away for for a little while and do some uh, do some television and some uh, movies.
1: That is what which, which, I like Roman. Which,
0: which he is entitled to do. He's he's earned the right to go and and go out there to Hollywood and try and try to do that to build his legacy because WWE, as much as I love it. They have a they have an earning cap. There's only so much you're going to make being a professional wrestler.
1: Oh yeah, I know that. I was there for the tryouts.
0: Hollywood, Hollywood does not have that cap. You, Hollywood, you can make as much as you want.
1: Oh yeah, I I, I saw that firsthand.
0: <laughs> so I think that he's he Roman Reigns has earned the right to go out there to test the waters. Well, and, yeah, uh, he,
1: he did it all already. Like yeah. I agree that, agree with that. Roman did his test of time. He could do yeah. whatever the hell yeah. he wants. Yeah,
0: to go out know. there and, and go out there and try to try to do it. All right, all right. So WrestleMania two weeks away. Looking forward to that. Let's get to some questions.
1: All right, three sixteen day. Any Stone Cold memories and favorite matches?
0: Ah, uh, well, the ones with the Rock were classic. I did love that. But my favorite memory is the grocery store fight with Stone Cold and Booker T.
1: Oh, that was a classic match. I was, I was like, I remember they rented that, that entire grocery store. They paid that grocery store a lot of money for damages. Yeah,
0: yeah. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Plus, you know, you got the WCW crowd um, in there with Booker T and Stone Cold being the, uh, being the, the quintessential uh, WWE guy. So, That's right. I mean, it was very cool.
1: How about you? Uh for me, best moment I have to say, oh man, he did so many great moments. He did for match wise. I like Undertaker and uh, Austin's buried live match.
0: Yeah, that was a great match. That,
1: that was, was a classic great. match. I will, I love seeing those buried live matches.
0: Yeah, those those <laughs> were great. Uh, there was one on the documentary where Undertaker was was buried. And uh, the the forklift didn't work, so everybody got out there and had to use their hands and try to push the dirt in.
1: And it worked because even though it took forever, the crowd was buying. The crowd was like, "Oh man, you're gonna kill someone."
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great touch. Great touch. That,
1: that was a really great touch when they did that one. And outside the ring, I mean, he did so many stuff outside the ring. He did, but I love the promos he always cut. Austin always had the best promos. Like there was a recent one today with Flair, Undertaker, Austin in the ring, and Austin just did whatever he can try to crack up Undertaker, and he with the what chant. He says, so "He's like, he's like, you're the dead man." And they say, "What?" And it's like, "That means you. That means you don't have a pulse." What? You, you're from You not you're not alive. What? You think you're special? What? And he tried to do whatever he can to make Undertaker laugh. Undertaker never breaks character. He will never do it. But that's one of my favorite segments with, with those promos he had. Also, is always good on the stick.
0: And uh, ten year. I don't even know how how long ago this. Probably about a decade ago. So I'm just sitting at home watching TV and I'm watching I, I was watching Skull Ranch, uh, the Austin reality show every week. Oh, yeah. And uh Randalline and uh, and Matt Riddle's wife pop up on there. I didn't see okay. I hadn't seen Randalline in 10 years. And she's pops-
1: she's having a baby now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she is she is having a baby. And uh, they pop up on TV out of nowhere. Um as I'm watching Stone Cold's uh, Skull Ranch, which was one of the most competitive shows and what also mm-hmm. what I found out sparked the idea for Titan Games.
1: That's right. My friend Dustin was actually on uh, Skull Ranch as well. The wrestler. Yeah, the wrestler, that's my friend yeah. Dustin. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's good. He was good on there.
1: Yeah, he he did his well in there. He, uh he you know he did what I was also on there and that's what you know like sparked it. I think that's what sparked it for Titan Games as well. Because they all had a different feel. Like, uh, like Stone Cold's the country guy, you know, and Rock's the, you know, the city guy. He kind of played off each other pretty well.
0: Very well. Very I still get well. right.
1: to have a Stone Cold beer yet.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, Me, me neither. All right. What's that the next question?
1: <laughs> the next question is, who? Uh, what do you think about the great mood of being inducted to the Hall of Fame?
0: I think it's fantastic. He's one of the all-time greats. Um, um, <laughs> I, my memories of him spitting stuff in Sping- Sting's face. The green. Bench,
1: oh so yes. that's that's what I remember most about the great oh, yeah. oh yes, this is a well overdue Hall of Fame inductee, right? And McGregor is the best ever dude in Japan. His last member was Shinsuke Nakamura, great banger of a match. And how, I forgot about how old this guy is, and he was still going. Yeah,
0: still going, still going. <laughs>
1: Still going. This guy's one of the greatest legends that ever do it in Japan. I'm glad, and he never really had to step foot in WWE. He's like, I'm already great. I don't need to come here. <laughs> and WWE inducted him anyway.
0: Who is your Who is your next uh, possible inductee, or who would you Who would you induct next?
1: Hmm. Is Batista in there already?
0: I think Batista is in there.
1: Okay, is this me? Who I want to be? Or who I want to think? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: either one, either one.
1: Oh, who I want to be seeing the WWE Hall of Fame. Is my coach the assassin Jody Hamilton?
0: That would be a good one. That I want that one. one.
1: I've been posting that on Twitter, tagging everybody. Like put Jody in in there. That's oh, the okay. one I want, really want to see go in.
0: Yeah, it could definitely happen. It could definitely happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And the one and the one that could um WD's, uh, gonna probably put in the next class. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who could possibly be in there right now since Batista's already in there. Um, and Kane's there. Dang, who it's hard to tell. Like who could probably be in there? Who just retired? I'm trying to think like who could who who could possibly be in there right now? Because Takers in it. that was a big one. And it's hard to overshadow Takers big, big Yeah, there, there.
0: there's always there's always one person who is like the, the main person in the class. Yeah, that's um,
1: hard to think of. What do you think? Who do you think is gonna be the next main guy?
0: Um I'm still I, can, this one. I can definitely I can definitely see maybe um I'm trying to think. You can't induct any anybody who's over in AEW right No, now.
1: you can't do that. Um, maybe Jericho's an exception because Vince likes him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know um, who is in there. Maybe Butch Reed. Butch Reed. Or maybe uh, – Teddy. is Teddy Long in there? I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. He's already there.
0: Yeah, maybe Butch Reed. Butch Reed maybe. That would Butch be, would be a
1: good one. Yeah. What about a tag team? What about some tag teams? I I was thinking some tag teams you could probably put it there
0: because they always got to be
1: a tag team, huh?
0: Power and glory.
1: Who's power and glory again?
0: It was Hercules and Paul Roma.
1: Oh, okay, that's before my time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were they were one of my favorites uh, back in the day. Power and glory.
1: Uh, oh, he's one. Did Lex go into WWE Hall of Fame yet?
0: He is not in the WWE Lex, Hall of Fame. There we go. Yeah, put Lex yeah. in there. Yeah, Lex would be big time. That would that would be a big one for uh for them.
1: Legs would be perfect for it. That's all I'm going to say is that legs will be my next one in there. <laughs> and here's a fitness one for you. People who work out early in the morning, better to eat breakfast before or after?
0: There's no way I could eat. It. There's no way I could go in there not eating breakfast. I, <laughs> I have to eat before. I, I That's something I have to do. I have to eat before. I can never do it after.
1: Mm. I'm kind of the opposite. Like unless it's like if I wake up at like five in the morning, go to the gym, I could do it that way. But if it's later on in the morning, like at nine o'clock, then I have to eat something. It gotta be like the first thing in the morning, like me getting ready to go to the gym kind of thing. Yeah. I can't sit around and wait.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough Mm -hmm. to do um to to do it on an empty stomach. I haven't done it like that in a very, very, very long time. Um, but yeah, no, it, it just I think it just depends on the person. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some people I know that that love it to go out there and go go completely go completely uh, fasted and just get after a workout. But uh, but yeah, that's it's great for it's great for uh, leaning up. Um, so yeah yeah that
1: yeah is. yeah. I'm either or with that one because I have some calories left over from last night because it still has something trapped in there. But right first thing it was 5 a.m. First thing I could do it, but later on in the morning, no, I can't. I got to eat something. <laughs> and my body will start processing, like, okay, I'm awake. I got to eat food now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, first thing more, like, unless, like, I say, like, people doing like a real strenuous workout, like, people like, like, for like an average person, I say, oh, I got football practice and stuff like that. Then yeah, I say, eat something.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a lot on the body right there.
0: Speaking of working out, uh, Xavier Woods has rejoined LA Fitness. Oh, and, uh, like, why? He, he's it's like where are you? It's like I'm not here. I don't go to that one.
1: Which one did he uh, go to?
0: Uh, he he's going to Acres Mill. Oh, he still goes to that one. Yeah he's, he's going to, yeah, he's
1: going
0: to Yeah, Um, right. <laughs> I'm now. thinking
1: Braun to MBB and Crunch now.
0: Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Uh, he has cemented himself. He likes it. He's got. He's back on the stair climber. But yeah, you know, just to get WrestleMania ready, just to get a little little leaner, little mm-hmm. thicker. So yeah, he's back
1: at LA. I right, guess good for him. Yeah, Braun is enjoying his Florida life, but when he's here, he try to hit up the. I try to get him to go to Crunch and if he can. <laughs> Braun still makes fun. Bron's like, "You still lift heavy, don't you?" I was like, "Yep." <laughs> he doesn't have to anymore. <laughs>
0: I would imagine so. I, would imagine. I, was, I was
1: like, I was like, you don't need to go as heavy. You, if you get injured in the weight room, you're going to get in trouble.
0: <laughs> rather, he, did, NXT, they almost wrestle every single day.
1: Yeah, I was like, longevity, bro. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't worry about squatting 500 again or did doing see, anything. Jo-
0: Johnny Wrestling's back in uh, NXT.
1: Yeah, they have to be putting down there to help, uh, what is it, um, bring up the newcomers. Yeah, so he's, he's going he's gonna to help coach them along.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a good match with uh, Grayson Waller at uh, Stand and Deliver.
1: I just um, think all these NXT kids like they want a Shawn Michaels match. Shawn's not coming back, guys. Unless you going to throw a buttload of money at him.
0: They, they, lo- they love Shawn. They oh, love everybody
1: loves Shawn. us love, 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 you know, he's your rock guy. <laughs> he's he's like
0: their uh, he's like their dad down there. He he's yeah. the one who's coaching them up, and and you know, he he is to them. You know, he's their Hogan. You know, he really mm-hmm. is their 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 Hogan that he that they're looking up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that he um, their admiration for them is for him is very genuine. But but yeah, no, they and, and you want and you want to see him. You you want to see this guy who and it's a very hard thing to, for most people to understand what Sean did. He can't even come close to doing that anymore. He just can't. Oh no.
1: He's yeah.
0: yeah I mean, But but in their expectations of people, you're still the same guy that that they they've been watching on TV their entire life. Even though when he was doing that, most of the these guys were like three years old.
1: Yeah, years exactly. Old.
0: So so they I, I understand it, but there's no need. There's no need. You can watch it on uh or if you want to if you want to see Sean Russell, buy WWE two K twenty three.
1: Or watch the network. <laughs> or the watch network. Either. Yeah. Either way. I still wasn't at all when I met Tron- so- Sean at those two-day tryouts and he came to talk to us. Like I was like, I was like, oh man, you're Shawn Michaels. <laughs> like, you're so nice and cool. <laughs> I didn't recognize him. He's not a super tall guy, but he's a regular average dude, wears a hat, shorts, t-shirt.
0: Speaking of uh, tryouts, there is a great show um, starting this week on Apple Plus. It's on Danny Cage. Uh, Danny Cage, he's a he's a um, wrestler trainer. Um, his, he has a, he has a a, a studio or a, a training facility called the Monster Factory.
1: Oh and yeah, had, in uh, Philadelphia,
0: is it? Yeah, in Philadelphia, yeah. and yeah. they are going to be on Apple Plus starting this. Uh, I think it's this week. Uh, he's put more people into um, pro wrestling than any other trainer in professional wrestling
1: of mm, recent time.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, going back to—I mean, Godfather's one of his dudes. Really, Godfather? Godfather, yeah, Godfather. <laughs> Godfather. Tony Atlas is one of his dudes.
1: Wow, Why was—he did it. So he was around for a little while. Yeah, yeah, danny right has been around.
0: He's Been around for a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so he, he, I
1: was like, I was like, this like, don't forget Jody put on a lot of guys. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah. Jody was number one first.
0: Yeah. But then also Riddle, Riddle's another one of his guys, and then so is uh Damien Priest.
1: Yeah, Damien. I want Damien, I want to mend him at Ring of Honor.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see, and he's got some he's got some kids right now that are uh that are close and uh are close that they're getting trials, but I'm interested to see how. His training was no joke. I mean, they're at the track Mm -hmm. throwing up and and running. Oh, yeah. He takes that. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing. uh, It kind of reminds me of the the – you know, it's weird. A lot of people now have no idea what Tough Enough is. They have no idea. Yeah, they don't know what it is. They have no idea. So this kind of reminds me of a Tough Enough where you're going to get in there and see people start at the very beginning of their wrestling careers and and going up the ranks and trying to – Trying to get into WWE because I would imagine that a lot of people go go into um, that business like oh it's easy I can go in there I have watch it on TV all my life I can hop in the and do this and come off the ropes and you know I could do but they don't understand until they get there that is that it's a lot of work and there's a there's a lot of things you have to learn and mm-hmm. the learning curve is very steep and it takes time to uh, to get everything it's not just it's not just doing the moves is the reason why you did the move.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they don't realize you got to be in shape for this. I yeah. got called. And I remember I wrestled a match in the Grange George against this big country dude. He was their champion. I beat him. But he said, he told, uh, I think it was Nick one day or somebody told, he said like, Hey, being, he's like, man, he was kind of mean in that match. He blew me up. I said, well, the kid's in shape. He's working the match. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm working the match. Oh, I thought you, you should be in shape too. <laughs>
0: should be. Should be. Yeah. If you're I was like, if you yeah. if you're in that, that ring, you should be in cardiovascular shape.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like I was like I was like, I, I wasn't being mean. We're doing a match. <laughs> that's how you should have worked out.
0: <laughs> All right, you got one more question.
1: All right. Entertainment world. Um any exciting new movies you wanna see that's coming out? or oh, and video games. I mine is Resident Evil, you already know that one.
0: Yeah. Video games. I'm looking forward to finally sitting down and playing the the WWE 2K23 uh, story mode. Mm. Um, I follow Chris Chris Dinker. He does a great. Um, he has a character called Chris Danger um, mm. that he's been he's been doing he's been doing the Chris Danger stuff. I started watching him like 2017. Mm. Every single game he does he does the character. He does the story mode. Plays from beginning to end with his character. Uh, He actually is also another person who's trying to get into the uh, he's trying to take his wrestling character from the game and make it into a real person, which is him. Uh, But he's been training down at flatbacks (laughs) with uh, with Charles and uh, Perfect Ten uh, to to try to get to try to get in there. But the series is phenomenal. He does a great job on that. So I'm looking forward to watching that and also playing and creating my character on uh, WWE 2K23. Uh, movies I am looking forward to uh, Shazam: Fear of the Gods that comes out next week. I want to go check that out. Definitely uh, watching
1: that one and John Wick. I forgot to throw and, that out. John I'll Wick too.
0: Out. That is also another one that I am um, also looking forward to. And then uh, Fast and Furious coming up. Fast and Furious Ten. I just yeah, re-watched, they actually I just, make this
1: one look good. So I'm going to watch it.
0: I rewatched Hobbs and Shaw.
1: That was on uh, Today on TV.
0: Yeah, I rewatched <laughs> it. And there are some things that in, in Hobbs and Shaw that are forever going to be unresolved unless they get to it in this Fast and Ten uh, Fast yeah. Ten movie.
1: But yeah, so it's a two-parter.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they got to finish. The, Hobbs and Shaw was left so open-ended; they didn't give you anything in, in Hobbs and
1: Shaw. They, they, they gave didn't.
0: you. They you gave didn't you see who
1: Mister Nobody was. Yeah, in the, in the yeah, you, thing.
0: you didn't see that. So hopefully, they they take that. um they're able to to write some of that into that so you finally get a, a bigger picture of how um, – of who that is. Maybe you get some more – maybe you get – I would love to see Ryan Reynolds in the movie. I don't know if he's in it. I think they're, they're probably going to keep – I would love to see Kevin Hart in this movie. Um, hmm. I, I think that is another another thing that, that might happen. So um, I just do not know. Uh, I'm
1: just happy to get Jason Momoa.
0: Yeah, Jason Momoa also uh, in the movie along with Brie Larson, which is another big get.
1: Brie Larson, not bad. This is a, yeah, I got a bad. movie for you to check out on Netflix. Jason Momoa, Netflix. Check out the movie Sweet Girl. That twist in the middle of the movie is amazing.
0: All right. I will, I will check out that. Uh, what's another, what was the movie you're interested in?
1: Oh, well, yeah, John Wick, of course. That's John the Jack. one I'm ready to see, John there Wick. I've there been a big go. fan of that franchise. and the, A lot of the stunt people on that one. Oh my God. They're, like, on a different level. <laughs> the so fighting on it, and they got Donnie Yen in there. Yeah. My God, they, Donnie Yen is the guy who did the Ip series. Yeah. Nobody knows who that, if they if you wonder who that guy was.
0: Yeah,
1: and I got some. Oh, I just I forgot to tell you, but I got some wrestling gossip. What's that? It was on uh, Becky Lynch and LA Knight back in the day. I think they were a thing.
0: I did see that. Yeah. I did see that.
1: So I'm want to see a Seth Rollins LA Knight match.
0: That would be that would be a great feud. That would Becky be refereeing. Great that would be a that would be a great feud and that would be but Vince Vince used to like that realism that used to be one of his things that that he would like to take real life drama and insert it into his his wrestling story i don't know how big they are on that anymore but, but we shall see all right this has been a great episode of the bane and Clang in sports podcast uh, new new uh, sponsors of course you got bane hammer www.banehammer.com
1: mm-hmm. with
0: the, with a the new hammer then also Gojuice. Gojuice is, is my is my go-to. Uh, they came to me and said, hey, you know, Mr. Curlin all the way, uh, we need you to, to post some stuff. So I said, yeah, no problem. Give me a couple cases. I'll, I'll hand it out. I'll do what I, do what I can uh, to help you guys get going, especially because they're an Atlanta company. So Gojuice, great nope. energy, is the fueling of the uh, – feeling of my spring training, my official my official drink of my spring training workout. So so check them out. Um I'll post something on uh, on the Instagram page if you if you would like if pre workouts are your thing, this is the pre workout that you should try.
1: Oh, that is true. Oh, we forgot about one other thing. What's that? It's for you actually. The XFL. You wanna run down really quick before we leave? Uh yeah. Yeah, we can talk about some XFL. I'm watching
0: I'm currently watching the Houston Houston uh Rough decks versus Seattle Dragons. Well, I would tell you this. Houston is the best team. Great special teams, great offense, great defense. And Orlando is the worst team. They have none of that. And I'll get more, <laughs> more into <the> XFL <laughs> this week. But but yeah, there's there's a lot of and there are a lot of teams in the middle. This is anybody's game but Orlando's.
1: Oh, poor Orlando. One day, next season they'll get it right.
0: Yeah, and I like Reggie Barlow; he's the head coach. But, but yeah, they they just don't they just don't have great team chemistry. We we are halfway through. This is week five of the ten week season. Believe it or not, so it's right a
1: short now, season.
0: We're the halfway point. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. We're halfway through. Starting this week, it's been fantastic.
1: It's hard to believe this is a short season.
0: Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. Ten weeks. Ten weeks is right about. Uh, Right about what you need for a, for a startup franchise. I can't remember what the, the original one in 2000, 2020. I, I, I want to say that it was also, I want to say that season was maybe eight weeks. So we're, we're two weeks past that. So, and also you get into, you're going to go, you're going against the NBA playoffs, which start in about, in, in about eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And then also the, um, you got Masters, Tournament, you got you got a lot of stuff going on. So, XFL is filling that void until the uh, until the uh, NBA playoffs start.
1: Ah, okay. So that's not bad. That's smart because everybody's going to be distracted by the NBA. So, yeah. XFL is finishing up on the right time slot.
0: Yeah, perfect. This hmm. starts right after the season over and goes right to the NBA playoffs. Perfect. Unopposed to most things.
1: Ah, there we go. That's a perfect ending for, for a perfect, great season. And uh, hopefully my Bravos will, you know, bring it home next season.
0: There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. This has been an episode of Bang & Clanging Sports Podcast. Brother, take it home.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Bang & Clanging Sports Podcast. Check out the Instagram page, Bang & Clanging Sports Podcast on Instagram. and Bang on YouTube. You can check Voice of the Phases and see the cool old videos we did. New episodes coming very soon for summertime, hopefully. Go get some Goju's. I'm going to try to steal some from Crossbones. And he's not going to stop me because I want to try it. <laughs> And also check out WrestleMania. Don't forget, we want to want to see what your predictions are for WrestleMania. You can leave us comments on Instagram. We would love to hear it. WrestleMania's right around the corner. Maybe you go see me take out Elon Musk and smack him around a little bit, and get ready for springtime. It's time to hit the weights hard. Shirts are coming off. Guns out. Sun's out. Get ready when the warmer when the weather actually gets warmer with Atlanta's bipolar weather. Who decided to go freezing and warm at the same time? I don't know what's going on, but it's coming up. So, get ready for that. And as always, we are banging and clanging sports. And we catch you in the next exciting episode of the Bang Clanging Sports podcast. Good night.